calling the dogs with Chancey and Chi. And uh, it's like as soon as we just hit the record button, my, my, everything starts. I just I get the goose the goosebumps and uh, knowing that this is the last week of uh, of leading up to college football, I, it gets my my heart pumping, man. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed right now. What game are you most excited about this weekend? The the oh. the, the, the week zero games. Are you have you have do you know the, the have you looked at the schedule? I looked at it a long time ago, but I haven't even looked at it here. So, what is it? Is there anything? There's one game. <laughs> well, there's one game. Sorry, let me clarify. There's one game that is like somewhat worth watching, and that's Navy plays Notre Dame in Dublin, Ireland. Ireland is that how they talk? Something like that. <laughs> um, they're playing in Dublin, Ireland, which I thought was a first. I thought that was the first like game they've ever played in Europe, like for college football. Apparently they they've done it a, a few other times, so I'm, I'm I'm behind the times on that. But otherwise, you got games like UTEP versus uh, Jacksonville State, really fun stuff. Uh, Hawaii plays Vanderbilt, so there is an SEC team. Uh, if you can even consider Vanderbilt an SEC team, uh, still USC plays San Jose State, so we get to see Caleb Williams and probably all their backups. So you know, just there's there is college football on this weekend and. I'll be damned if I'm not going to watch some of it because it's on. Well, it's like uh, just hearing you describe all those things. It's like it's like you go to a nice restaurant and then and uh, or you think it's a nice restaurant and the appetizers are just just not very um, buffalo very wings. Small. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, small appetizers. <laughs> or or soggy buffalo wings that uh, the flavor is just not quite there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it'll soggy get you wings. It, it'll it'll get you. It just makes it, you're you're excited about them coming because you're hungry. But yeah. then you get them and you're just like, this really wasn't what I wanted. I just I yeah. want the real thing. Yeah, and sometimes you go to Chili's and you know that everything's just stuck in a microwave before you eat it. But you, you but you eat it anyway, and you're excited about it because that's. I mean, hey, I don't care if it's from a microwave. That's what I do at home for my for my two year old. You know, <laughs> you know, and I, I'll eat them sometimes. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, we needless, we, we needless to say, we're not super jazzed about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about so. this uh, schedule. But hey, football's football. We'll take it how we can get it. Well, the funny thing is, I, I guess we'll kind of talk about this at some point. But you know, the, the following week is is week one. Of course, that's when the dogs actually play. And uh, if if you've been listening to this podcast for a little while, you know that we're we're probably not going to do an extra episode for the Tennessee Martin game. <laughs> No, I think I think we'll probably just leave that leave that content where it, where it is. But the the weekend the schedule is not great. It is it is not exciting. But I will say it's kind of bookended by I think I mentioned this last time. Uh, Utah plays Florida uh, in Utah on Thursday night, and then uh, on Sunday night there's another game on Monday. I think Clemson plays, but it's not. I think they're playing like Duke or something like that. Um, but Sunday night, LSU plays Florida State, which is to me the best game of the weekend for sure. So there is some still some good ball. The Saturday games kind of suck, but uh, man, college football is back. The, you know, you know who's most excited about this uh, the week zero games? The degenerates. You know, the guys that are just out there checking on those spreads, just trying to see, hey, you know, where where's the angle here? And I, I get it, I get it. Um, 
Might be right there with them. I don't know. <laughs> Whenever we, we've all got the little twitch, our eyes are our eyes are twitching, and we're kind of got a little tick going on. And yeah, <laughs> it's, hey, been, I, it's been too long. I'm gonna be working in the in the uh, at the house as as you know. We'll be getting our house uh, together and trying to get ready to move. Uh, so I'll be literally sweating like a dog all day. So come come nighttime, I'll be ready to roll to uh, just sit down and watch. Watch a little football. I don't care. I don't care if it's Hawaii versus Vanderbilt. I watch it. Yeah. Well, uh, it's coming. It's coming quick, and uh, I think we're all we're all pretty pretty excited about it. Fortunately, been uh, we've we've had we've had news uh, around uh, UGA's program, but fortunately, it's just been really football news. Nothing uh, nothing too crazy to report. So thank you, thank you, Lord, uh, yeah. for that. Uh, we we appreciate it, and uh, been able to just focus on the game. Uh, and, and I think the the big news is, is you and I, as we were getting ready, we're thinking about we were thinking we we're going to have to start talking about the quote unquote QB battle. But uh, that got that uh, was really cleared up for us this week. So uh, the news of Beck being the starter, uh, I don't think anybody was surprised. The only thing that surprised me is that Kirby announced it uh, when he did. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was kind of that was the one thing that to me that stood out. I mean, I think we it would have been a surprise if he wasn't, but uh, the fact that he mentioned it. Uh, what, what, what does that tell you? What does that make you think about him him making that statement? You know, I was thinking about it. I mean, was that the first time he's ever really done that? I mean, right out of – I mean, they're still – are they still in camp right now? I mean, this is not the time that I would have thought – I mean, normally he keeps that very close to this, and I feel like that – it does seem telling to answer your question. Um, I do feel like that means that Carson is, is far and away from those other two guys. I was kind of expecting a little bit more of a fight from from Vandergrift and and you know maybe maybe Gunner Gunner I think is still learning the system and in fact I got a little bit of insight from old uh, I went to Athens Ford the other day to get my wife an oil change and lo and behold I, it, the receptionist in there I, I literally was sitting down for maybe two minutes and the receptionist kind of leaned over and she goes Have you met Aaron yet? <laughs> I said Excuse me I said Ma'am and she's like Aaron Aaron Murray. I was like, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I probably some <laughs> like, I th- maybe she's like, he's right over there, and I looked over, and he's like sitting over there signing autographs, and I had my headphones in, like just wasn't even th- like didn't see him at all. So, uh, got him to sign something for my son, but I did ask him. I said, hey, you know, who's gonna be QB? Who's gonna win it? And he said Carson for sure, no doubt. So. Kind of got some inside scoop before Kirby said anything, uh, but at the same time, like man, everybody, I think everybody kind of knew it was Carson's to lose, uh, no doubt. But I do feel like him coming out and saying that this early uh, feels like feels like Carson. Maybe that means to me. Maybe that means not only is he physically going to be that guy, but hopefully that means that Kirby's got to you know Kirby feels confidence in his leadership as well uh, across the team, uh, you know, overall. Well, and it kind of it takes any of the doubt out of it, and he's able to claim claim his spot as that leader of the team and and, right. and the leader of the offense. And so, once you kind of take that that off the off the plate, and especially if he was really separating himself and and, and kind of making that known, it's one of those things that you don't want to be. And they've probably known for, and I think he even said it, they've known for a while uh, that he was the that Carson was the guy, and. Uh, and, and we got to see glimpses of it last year. I mean, Carson is uber talented. I mean, he's really got a, a, a lot of skill. He's got a great arm. He seems – I mean, we haven't seen much, but, I mean, he seems 
cool and calm in the pocket and, and is able to, to, to command that. He's a, he's a, I mean, compared to what we've had over the last few years, he's taller. And so that's not what we're used to. Uh, but, um, but he, it's just a whole different style of play than what we've, we've had with, with Stetson the last couple of years over these, uh, national championship runs. So I think it's going to be, the, the thing is too, is we're not really going to, going to see, I mean, Lord willing, we're not going to see the first four weeks like true. What, what's it going to be in a crunch time situation? How is he going to respond when the whole game's on his shoulders and he's having to he's having to make those plays? Because Stetson got us out of a lot of stuff. I mean, yep. Stetson he created he that was that was what he was so good at. And I think I mean I think uh, Carson's got the ability to to do some of that just in a different way. And so is he going to be able to 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 make those? I mean, to make the 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 throws and 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 get us out of situations um, that because we've I mean we got a great offensive line that's going to be protecting him and so um, he's going to have plenty of opportunities to throw to potentially if you can include receivers and tight ends the the best receiving core in the country I mean just yeah. like on average just everybody that is going to be on the field and that's uh, that that's going to it's going to be fun I mean I I, I think he. He's going to be able to shine and um, and uh, in, in this in this office because it's not going to change much from last year. Bobo's going to keep it all pretty pretty straightforward. So I, I, nothing is surprising me about our trajectory right now, and so I feel I feel good. You know, Carson is. You know, people keep on bringing up that Carson does have some running ability. He's not. He's not a statue, you know. He's definitely not as 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 immobile as you know Fromm was or J T Daniels was. Um, so he's got he's got a little bit of running ability, but I think one of the underrated uh, attributes of of Stetson was that he wasn't just quick. He wasn't just you know hitting that top speed like we had in the top that top ten. I don't know if you've seen, but I've been releasing the top ten uh, plays from last year for calling the dogs on uh, Instagram day by day, and uh, you know that play against Auburn, the sixty four yard touchdown. I mean that was just some straight speed from Stetson, right? But one of his unrated abilities has always been, to me, his twitchiness. You know, he's got that quickness around the pocket. He's able to bounce around pretty easily, and and that's what kind of scares me with Carson. Is I don't I don't feel like he has that, even if he is pretty quick. You know, as far as straight line speed, top speed, if you want to call it that. But you know what we need from him more so, and what Fromm was actually really good at. Was I mean from from couldn't run? <laughs> I mean I think I was faster than from. From was not. He was very slow. You know, getting out of the gate. But that what from was actually really good at was bouncing around the pocket and being able to to find those angles and find those. I mean honestly, the gaps in in the defense and the offensive line. It, you know when need be. So, um, you know, it. I'll put it this way, Chancy. I mean, looking at our roster, looking at the college football landscape. How many how many players are there? I mean, true true players. How many play? You know, contenders, true contenders. I mean, you could say maybe five teams are are truly in contention for this thing this year, right? I mean, and there's always a sleeper. There's always somebody that comes out of nowhere. But I mean, I'm 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 not even counting USC in that. I mean, USC is one of those teams that you look at their offense. Their offense could be incredible. That defense is is leagues behind. Any SEC team, it's leagues behind the offense comparatively, you know, across the field. It's just one of those things that, and that's how, <laughs> that's Lincoln Riley's staple, man. He doesn't care about defense, 
or at least you know it, it seems seems that way. But I, you know, to me, there's one thing that's gonna that our entire possibility of, of three peating in in this this 2023 season is it all hinges on on number what number is he? Fifteen. <laughs> number fifteen. <laughs> it all hinges on Beck. There we go. No, I I I, I agree with you. I, I think for for us, it's uh, we've we don't have we don't have room for error, especially with our schedule the way it is, and we can't have we can't have slip ups and uh and, and what will I know one of the things that we've talked about over the years or the last two years is or especially after going into last season the nice thing was is like well we we lost our whole team to um to the draft and so we basically got a whole new team we're going to have that complacency but we still lost a crap ton of guys and uh this offense still has a lot to prove and i think having that change of quarterback and having a lot of this and a lot of new guys stepping in uh to make some plays that's we're going to have some hungry guys i don't think we have to worry about that I think it's just finding that chemistry that that was our, that we were able to to produce last year. Those guys were just having fun. That offense was just having a good time, and yeah, uh, and and that's what you want. That's what you want to see. You want these guys just enjoying the the system and and, and Beck really kind of fitting into that and and becoming what uh, it needs to be under him. And so. I feel I'm feeling good about it. I, I think we're going to get a few weeks to get get it under our belt, and uh, and, and see what we're what we're made of, and and how does Beck mesh into what we got going on. So, I feel uh, I have felt good about this transition going in. Just the tiny glimpses we've seen of it, the guy can sling it. I mean, he's got the talent. For he's, sure. he's got the arm talent. There's no doubt. I mean, that's yeah. the thing is he he was recruited, you know, from Jacksonville area. Because his arm was was so good, and I mean, if he's deadly accurate, and he's got good power, and he's able to move around the pocket, he doesn't have to be near as mobile as Stetson was. And I mean, we'll kind of break this down once we do a little bit of a you know position overview. But I mean, this offensive line is is even even from last year, even with some of these guys still you know coming back and you know coming back to the same position they were last year, it's a different line. And you can kind of see from uh, our offensive line recruiting, old Serrell's, you know, he, he does a very he's, – he's going for the big bodies. He's not really going for the athletic type near as much. And so we're kind of seeing, I mean, that philosophy is kind of being implemented uh, within our strategy and our tactics on our offensive line. I feel like we're going to see uh, some more just basically not near as much movement. I mean, we're going to just do a little bit more uh, – Filling these gaps, if you will, um, and and you know what, I don't I don't care. However, it works. However, it works. I mean, they're gonna do. I mean, a lot of zone blocking, uh, but man, I let me tell you, this is something I just I've been I was looking at this depth chart. I'm gonna miss number six, man. I'm gonna miss him. Golly, I mean Kirby. That was actually a talking point Kirby had the other day, talking about we really just don't have that big of a threat catching the ball out of the backfield like we had with Kenny. And then, you know, before Kenny, James Cook was that guy. And then before James Cook, I mean, you had – I mean, Sony, Sony was – he was pretty darn good catching the ball out of the backfield. And Chubb could do it too. Uh, but, man, you know, we have to have that – you can't just not have that element. And I think Dajan – well, I think Dajan's going to start the first game, you know, especially with Kendall having his little hamstring issue. But, I mean, 
Dejan's going to have to be the, the ball catcher because Kendall and Branson are not. Kendall, Kendall may, may be a little bit more. Branson, definitely not. Branson is, give me that ball and let me run over 20 people. Inclu- that includes all my own guys. <laughs> it's a, he's a straight line boy. <laughs> Everybody but the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he he he's just a he is a bowling ball going down the down the lane. Yeah, uh, it, it's so true because that we always had that check down. We always had, uh, but Kenny was an underrated part of our season last year. I think he got lost in a lot of the flash of the big plays. I mean, he he was super critical in, in, in how in, in our a lot of games last year. And I mean just get handing the ball out of the backfield too, not just not just being a ball catcher, but that element, that wrinkle of, of what we have uh, had la- that we had last year. I mean he was he was a Swiss Army knife. He was he was produ- he could he could do anything from any part of the field. And yep. so catching deep balls, I mean it it, it didn't matter. He he was making plays. And so that is going to be, I think with, with, I think we'll be able to do some movement with some receivers and things like that to maybe help recreate some of that. But having that having that threat is a is a big deal. And so it's it's going to look a lot. It's going to look that backfield is going to look a lot different uh, just in just in general. Yeah, I mean, I I have no doubt in my mind uh, this year is going to be pretty heavy on the passing side. I mean, when you got. Brock Bowers, Lab McConkey, Resume Jack Saint. The two guys that we had transfer in from Lovett and Robert Thomas from Missouri and, and Mississippi State. And then you got some of these younger guys coming in. Dylan Bell is coming back for his sophomore year. I mean Arian Smith is really fast. That 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 number eleven, yes. I I, I, <laughs> I really don't know how I forget about him because I mean he's still that that play in the Ohio State game is just etched in my brain. Somehow he's only caught like eight balls and he's got like six touchdowns and like seven hundred yards. It's the craziest stat. <laughs> he, he's got he's got to have one of the highest per game or per catch averages of all time. Uh, he, you know, it's one of those things. You look at this offense, you look at the defense, and like I said, I mean, it, a lot of it hinges on how good is Carson going to be. I th- I will say. People are over. I, I'm. I'm gonna just say this. I think people are overstating or overranking, rating, whatever you want to call it, our interior defensive line right now. I mean, you can't. I'm sorry, but number 88 is the biggest shoes you're ever gonna try to fill, uh, and, and that includes 99. I mean, Jordan Davis was. I will say Jordan Davis was a. He was a a, a freaking he wrecking ball, but he was a role player because you have to be if you're gonna play nose guard. You have to take up bodies, and we don't have a guy like that. That's the, I mean, we don't have a guy that's that size. Jalen Carter was an interior defensive lineman who was going to just murder everyone in front of him, and and take bodies out that way, right? I mean, that play against I think about that play. I mean, literally daily uh, against Tennessee last year, where he just bull rushed the, his blocker, and then like it almost like he thought like man. Hendon, I thought he, I thought he would have had the ball out by now, and then he just like he kind of stops and hesitates for a second, and then he just mauls him, and I'm just like that man, that guy, and and now he's apparently just like killing it in Philadelphia. But anyway, sorry, just kind of going back here. It's just it's it's interesting because right now we have guys that are true defensive tackles. We don't have a true nose guard. I mean, I we don't have a Jordan Davis. They don't make Jordan Davises, you know, every day. 
But I'm looking at our guys. I mean, Brinson's going to be our interior. He's going to be our nose. And, I mean, that Jordan Hall kid, I think was he's kind of coming in to be kind of that guy. What's the kid's name from North Carolina? Uh, gosh, man, I'm sorry. I, I, I had it in my head earlier, and I just kind of completely forgot about it. I can't find him on the on the list here, but anyway, there's you know the kid. There's another kid from North Carolina who's just a big beefy kid. I mean, eventually he will, but he's a true freshman. And but when we have such good talent, we got a lot of experience. I mean, we got three seniors. Nazir, I mean, Nazir's gonna have a hell of a year. I guess might he might play probably more nose, uh, but Nazir Nazir's gonna be the guy. Zion's gonna have a great year. Uh, and Brinson, you know, all three of those guys have been in the system for so long. They're dogs like those are Kirby's guys but we still just don't have a guy who's going to be taking up so many bodies on the inside so I mean sorry that is all to say that is the one weakness besides like okay how good is Carson going to be my next question is how good is this interior defensive line going to be because I feel confident everywhere else in the defense top notch and I mean you know maybe I'm speaking too soon we're still kind of trying to figure out that other corner spot opposite of Kamari but man this this defense that's really my second question is what about the interior defensive line is there i mean what what you know is there something else i'm missing on, on our concerns here well no i i think i think to your concern is that uh i i think when it comes to our defense it's it's speed and and so for us it's going to be a lot of that's going it, to it's about how many i mean can we score the points to to be able to because we we have defensively the last two years have it's been unbelievable unbelievable to to see what we've to to see what we've done and to basically make run games non-existent against us and uh to have a young second to have her have an interior that was able to make sure that even when we had a, a young uh defensive backfield we were still able to to do well and and not have um not have busted up plays but i i think i, I think it is a concern i i think the overall the defense has aged well like I think we've got a good we've got good experience everywhere now compared yeah. to where we were last year and didn't lose so many guys there so I, I I feel like we'll be able to make up for some of that I do think getting some um having some edge rush that's going to be be a, still going to be a little bit we, we got Michael and we've got these guys so I I think that's going to be a little better this year um from a pure I mean, because because you talked about Jalen. I mean, he was just he was he was a freak. He's a he's a Bowers. I mean, he's like a guy that you just can't you you, you can't create. I mean, you, you you go into the lab and you you create them how you want them. I mean, they it's like they made him on NCAA, and you just you just maxed everything out to ninety nine, and so um, but that's so it's it's gonna be it's just gonna be different. And, and so I think we've got a lot of guys that can can make up for it, but it won't be near the impact that it that it was last year. So these guys are just going to have to find themselves, which is the benefit of having a few games like this in early in the season, kind of get your feet wet and, and figure out what this chemistry is going to be with this line. I think that's going to be a, a – I think it, it could end up working in our favor and these guys kind of catch their stride pretty early in the season. Yeah, yeah. To your point, we, we have really good experience – in the positions that matter most on the defense. And, I mean, especially the interior defensive line. All three of those guys I I mentioned earlier were all in the same recruiting class. I mean, they're all seniors together. Uh, So that's, I mean, to me, I'm I'm completely with you in that point. Because, I mean, so, I mean, look at that. um, I mean, this 
Sorry, there's a helicopter that's passing over pretty low. Shook my house a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's Kirby coming back from recruit. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just checking out a nice uh, Tuesday night game. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was good. I like that. That was good. Uh, but anyway, uh, gosh, what was, <laughs> what was I saying now? I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> But I mean, there there is some some really good some really good experience there. We hadn't even talked about how Javon, you know, who was such a playmaker in that star position. I, I and and I haven't read a whole lot into this, but my assumption on the move from star to safety with Javon is keep, keeping him on the field because you know we only have a star in certain schemes, right? And so you know why why not have this guy who's such a ball hawk, you know, be be you know he's playing at a level that's not quite to the point, but like he's like a mini Tyron Matthew. I mean that's what he reminds he reminds me of the the Honey Badger the way he plays because he's undersized. There's no doubt about it, but he is a he's a ball hawk and he will he will pop you. And I <laughs> I it, hey you know it's something about it's something something in the water down in Milledgeville, GEA baby. Uh, but. That's 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 one thing that I think it's really intriguing about this defense is is making sure we have Javon on the field and he could play the safety position he could play cornerback if he wanted to but the fact that I think Kirby thought that there's too much value in him to not have him on the field you know for for the majority of the snaps. No, I love that and and because you you just saw what he what kind of impact he started to have toward the end of the year and. You're talking about a guy that was on the rise. I mean, he is—he's just a playmaker, and it's like one of those things you just keep your—you keep your—you keep your playmakers on the field and let them make plays. So I—I—I I, I, I love that line of thinking because it—it it makes sense. And he—I mean, gosh, he was—he was everywhere in the in the SEC Peach Bowl and the the Natty. I mean, it was just—it was dumb. I mean, how, what what was happening there? Tennessee game, he was all over the place. I mean, he basically mm-hmm. it was like halfway through the season. I mean, all of a sudden it's like this Buller kid, which I mean, you know, I was keeping an eye on him because you know the the Baldwin County situation. But uh, man, I I was just like, damn, I was like, this kid, he's actually a stud, and he just that Tennessee game was his coming out party because I mean, he had multiple sacks, he had a bunch of pass breaks up breakups. I mean. It's raining on him in the fourth quarter. He's ready to roll. I mean, golly, man, take me back to that game. Take me back right now. <laughs> it was like out of a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like, yeah, Bullard, Bullard moving to safety is one of the bigger spots. I mean, Malachi, so, I mean, we were talking about it earlier. earlier. The AP preseason All-Americans, we've got four. We're, we lead every, uh, every uh, team in, in the country. Uh, we've got four in the preseason. Uh, Bowers. Uh, Van Pran, Dumas Johnson, and then you and I were both talking about Malachi Starks is on this list for first team, you know, preseason all this, all excuse me, all American AP, and that that blows my mind. I mean, I the guy played really well last year, and there was times where I mean he he saved our butts, man, in that in that Missouri game, that that tackle. I mean, it's just so crazy. I I like going back and watching that that the highlights for that game because it is just crazy. It's like the it was honestly similar to the Ohio State game. It was just like we were playing from behind uh, against a far inferior opponent in that in the Missouri game. But 
same idea. Like we were clawing our way back, and the things that had to go right for us to win that ball game, and Malachi Starks was was like Malachi Starks hawking that guy down is the equivalent to Lad McConkey jumping on that that behind the line of scrimmage pass uh, that that could have easily been picked up and taken back, scoop and score uh, in a high state game. Uh, so anyway. Um, so Malachi, man, I'm I'm pumped for him. I think he's he is that good. Uh, he's gonna have to just come out and I mean he's gonna have to have his coming out party because I mean we know who he is and he had that great play against Oregon, but he kind of fell off a little bit towards the end of the year. But I mean he's got the ability to be to be all American, no doubt in my mind. Well, and I think we 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 know that and and, and that Oregon play, it, it's kind of like some of those things you you make just a crazy play and that kind of that kind of gives you a big lifting off point. And, and people people see that, and they always refer to that. And he's he's got the talent; he can do that on a regular basis. But it wasn't it was not perfect. And and I think there's a lot of this is one of those picks that it's a it's a there's a lot of potential there. And so he's just got to, he's got to show out. And uh, the way that these everybody's throwing the ball around and, and stuff like that, he's gonna have plenty of opportunities to 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 show what he's got. And so I I'm excited for it. I think he's gonna have a bounce back year. I think. You you see some of the freshmen. I made the big play, and then does he start to start to believe in his own get a big head? Stuff? Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and 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 uh, and and so how how does he respond this year and kind of being that guy during camp and and starting to kind of change his role and his position? So it, it'll be it'll be fun to see. But <clears throat> but we've got guys put on all kinds of lists and and having four on the. AP uh, All American is 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 awesome, and I mean, we don't ever. I, I feel like we should just talk about Brock Bowers for just. I think we just we don't ever talk about him enough because it, it's just like we we. It's it, understood. It, it's un, and that's the thing. It is understood, but it, it's one of those things that you, you we're talking about all these other guys, and we're just like, yeah, we just have the 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 most freak of nature that is in the sport right now on our offense and. Uh, Do you think he gets invited to to New York this year? Oof. I, the only thing in my mind that could hurt him is because this happened a little bit this past year is the the weapons w- the, the weapons, weapons around, around us and yeah. that we're going to have so many other guys and 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 everybody's going to be zoned in on him and trying to slow him down and he's almost going to invite that. I mean, he's got he's he's the kind of guy that doesn't doesn't care. Uh, he just wants to win and he wants to do his part and so he wants to he wants to attract the double team and he's still going to make the play but yeah. he, he he that's how he's going to do so that's the only thing that I, I don't feel good about his chances of that just because of that that people are going to say you're going to have to beat us another way and so we will say please and thank you yeah well I mean the thing is he he doesn't care I mean I, I don't know if you heard the story about how if there was uh, some of the guys in one of that pocket one of the podcasts was like they were uh, joking with him. They were they were calling him Mr. Mackey or something like that, you know, because he won the Mackey Award last year. And, I mean, the guy is so dang humble. He comes up to, I think it was Zion. I can't remember. It was, it, it was a Brinson. I think it was Brinson. He came up to him later and was just like, hey, man, do you mind not calling me that, you know, kind of thing. And that's the, just the kind of kid this guy is. And I'm just, you know, he everybody in, in, in himself knows – that he's gonna go pro after this year, um, there's no doubt about it. 
But, like, I still, if he came back for his fourth year, I wouldn't be surprised. That's just the kind of guy that he is. But at the same time, if you're going to be a potential top five pick in the draft, sorry, man. You, Hey, we're, we're all, hey, I'm completely fine with it. We've If we had nobody else behind you, I'd be like, eh, you know, stay a little bit longer or whatever. But, I mean, we've got some boys that are uh, going to be playing. And don't get me wrong, I don't know if you ever going to see another Brock Bowers, but – Oscar Delp is pretty damn good. Apparently, he just put on 15 pounds. He's like 240 now. Uh, then we got uh, Pierce Sperlin, Lawson Lucky. We've got a, a tight end room that is legit, very legit. Probably got to be the best in the country, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, Brock Bowers. He deserves all the, all the credit that that we can give him. Don't quote me on this, but I think he needs 10 or 11 touchdowns to have the career touchdown record for a tight end um in ncaa history uh, something like that he it's not unattainable by any means but uh will take some work of course well we can uh i would love for us to do everything we can to try to make that happen and uh, if there's somebody that can make that happen it's him good gosh he's uh he's he's a freak man and uh he's we, we can't we can't give him enough give him enough props and uh and, and, and really, there's we've we've got a lot of talented guys, and, and and proud to see all these names come up, and and I think Kirby's done a great job of brainwashing these guys. Honestly, just the fact that I mean, I'm just, it's just just what it is. I mean, he he's created such a such a culture there that uh, when it comes to when it comes to the to the football field, and these guys are buying in. Like most of these guys are buying into to what he's. What he's what he's talking about because these coaches are preaching it. I mean, and there there's just a different there's a different vibe in there, and and so this isn't something that's sustainable forever. But you're but you're looking at if it's going to happen, if the the unattainable is to be attained, this is you. It's got to be where that kind of culture has permeated multiple generations, multiple recruiting classes. And, yeah. and can has, and has gotten to this point, and I think we've had a good mix uh, of that to be able to, to to keep that same mentality, and and have have guys like Brock, have guys like uh, Van Pran that are that are these these leaders, these longtime guys that are walking the walk and uh, and and showing what it what it takes yeah. to to make it happen, and so that that gives me hope about it. But the uh, the the old, the pre-championship me, is uh, is creeping in on on some of this stuff because it's, it's pre back to back champions. Pre back to back champ. Make sure it will clarify there, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because now now we're fighting now we're fighting math, like we're just we're we're fighting yeah. the, but how many how many stars can align. And and you have all the moments that you have to have to get what you what we've gotten the last two years. Can that happen again? And it's like, has our has have we used all of our moments up, or are these guys just good enough to make it happen? And that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna find out starting next weekend. Man, you you hit a, you hit multiple nails on the head there. Um, it's just kind of it's, it's it is crazy. That's kind of what I had mentioned earlier about how. You know, Brinson, Stackhouse, and uh, 
Logue are all three kind of like they're Kirby's guys. I mean, they've been in this system for a long time. Guys that have bought into the culture, and I mean, you won't see them say something dumb in an interview. And and it's it's it. I, th- I think the word you said earlier. It's it per- it's permeated all the way down to the younger guys. I mean, you got you know Bullard Bullard is coming into his junior year, but I mean Bullard. I saw this some interview the other day. They were asking him about, um, I mean the Marvin Harrison uh, hit, which was like. In my opinion, the second best uh, play to happen last year, uh, but the more—I mean—that hit has been such a talking point for the media since it happened way back in January, right? And people are still talking about it. I mean, the coach Ryan Day in Ohio State had an interview in like early July, and he's still bitching about it. Excuse my language, but I cannot. And I mean, you got these grown men. They're still talking about this like it should have been penalized after it was reviewed, and they just said, "Hey, this was clean, no helmet to helmet contact, whatever you want to call it." And then you got a young man who is what is he, twenty years old now? Who they interview him and he's just like, "Yeah, that play happened months ago. Like we're way past it." And uh, y'all got any other questions? You know, just kind of says, "Hey." It's already been addressed. I addressed it on the football field in the back of that end zone, right? That's what that's what Javon Bullard was thinking. He's like, yeah, that's been addressed, man. <laughs> and, and so I love just the professionalism. If we could just get the whole, like, thank goodness. I mean, we haven't seen much of this lately, but thank goodness we, we, we are a little, seem to be past the whole, like, driving fast thing. But besides all that, man... It really has just been, I feel like it's been a very professional attitude. You see these guys, especially the upperclassmen, they're just talking like they are supposed to. And I appreciate that. And it's just guys that have just all bought into Kirby. You saw early on, you know, especially in, 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 in like 2016, guys guys were speaking a little out of turn, I guess, in a way. You don't see that anymore. I, I love the way these guys present themselves. And they're also just really really good football players <laughs> <laughs> well i think what we've what we've realized is these guys need once they can start hitting people then the then the off the field stuff starts to go away they're just they just really want to hit somebody i think is what it what it all boils down to and um so let we we shall provide and time will <laughs> allow this to happen so uh but it's coming up man it's it's uh it, it's exciting uh i would say that uh, going towards the, uh, I, I dare dare say the the three peat, uh, our journey for for that. I already said it week. earlier, so I mean, you know, knock on wood if you have to, but I already said the word three peats. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we it starts next week against uh, UT Martin, and, and and a lot has been said about our schedule, and we've even talked about our schedule and and, and where it's at, and um and, and so I guess, uh. We got to get it. It's the schedule we've got, and so it's where we're at. And so, um, what, what are your, what are your overall thoughts about our schedule and, and what you what, what we've what we've got going? You know, it 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 starts off with a uh, thud. <laughs> I mean, just a really couple opening games, and we play six six o'clock game against UT Martin. Just I'll never understand that, but it's 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 actually really nice that we have some really solid. I mean, not solid. Uh, some some some. I don't want to say easy, but like some some games to warm up, you know, a couple games on the front 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 part of the season to warm up with, and then we have South Carolina at home, 
And I think that's essential because if we were playing them in williams Bryce, I hate that place. Uh, Columbia is a terrible, terrible town. I mean, if we were playing them there, don't you know that it would have been it, it, it would have been would have been as just as hostile as the game we play uh, against Tennessee in Knoxville uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, so I'm glad we have that game at home. You know, people are going to be talking up Spencer Rattler and all that, but that South Carolina game being at home, three thirty game, it's a great third. That third game of the season is going to be a great time to have our first SEC game. But I mean, you know. Looking at looking at the schedule, it's it is. I don't want to say soft, but I mean it's. I mean you can look at the strength strength of the schedule. I mean it's it's towards the bottom as far as the SEC is concerned. But it's like Kirby always says. I mean, there's no easy games in this league. So I I do think you know from beginning to end, it is one of the easier as far as the, the gambit is concerned. It's much easier than than last year. And and looking ahead to next year, it's it's not even close. <laughs> so. Uh, I think we we ought to we we should we should fare, uh, pretty pretty well. I think I, I think you know top to bottom. Well, and, and you never know with with teams like Auburn. I mean, you got Hugh Freeze coming in. You, you don't know what what's going to yeah, happen there at, at Auburn. Yeah, right. right. And, and so and they're going to be. I mean, you're talking about a hostile environment. Good chance. I don't know what the rest of the games are on that weekend, but you're looking at. Could be the three thirty game there. Could be a night game. I mean, uh, that's that's going to be a tough place to play. They're going to be if they're if they have any kind of success. Go, either way, they're going to be jacked up for that game uh, because it's still early on. Early on enough in Hugh Freeze's tenure that there's still going to be plenty of hope, and so it's they're going to be all they're going to be fired up for for that game no matter what, and so. Um, Real quick, I just pulled up their schedule. So they play UMass, California, Sanford, and Texas A&M before they play us at Texas A&M. So that'll definitely be their biggest test before us. But, I mean, if they're coming into that game 4-0 and we're playing in Jordan-Hare, yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough environment. I don't care how good Auburn is. I mean, it is, it is tough to play there. Well, and you're talking about potential game day, location, that kind of stuff, if they're, if they're still – that they're doing pretty well going into that and, and, and being undefeated, uh, it's going to be it's going to be raucous, and um, really that's where we're we're going to find out that, that, that we're going to find out what we're what we're made of there. And you look at uh, those first four games, like like I say, it's, I, I think it's going to give us a chance to get everything kind of lined up for that. But we're but to, even still to that point, depending on what happens with with South Carolina. I mean, we're still finding our rhythm at that point. I mean, because yep. you're talking about getting lulled to sleep. I mean, that is beyond. I mean, fortunately, we got South Carolina in there to, to kind of to keep it to keep the focus uh, high. But I, I do think we've got the, the the culture and the coaching staff there to make sure that we don't lose focus and what's important. And our guys are going to be ready to go come come that come that weekend. But a lot of these teams too. You you just never know what they're gonna what they're gonna be like, uh, how they're gonna gonna play. Like Kentucky, no telling what the heck's gonna what Kentucky's gonna be like. I think they're gonna be not not gonna be their best year uh, uh, by any means. But um, SEC is just always tough, man. I mean, you, you look at how we played against them last year. Low scoring game, not really not really That's clean, right. just ugly. And usually that Kentucky game is always kind of hard nosed. 
So uh, is it will it be low scoring again? Like you just you, you never know about those. And Gainesville is always Gainesville. So I mean, all yeah. these games are kind of before Tennessee, or, or you just it's it's still we don't know what these teams look like, and it happen it changes every year too because you never know who. We always talk about preseason. You, you typically don't really know who's going to be at what point. Like whenever Arkansas was undefeated, but it was two years ago, and that was like a top matchup that we played at noon. It's like we did not expect that that game to have that kind of hype and, and, and stuff like that. And so you, you just never know yeah. where some of these teams are going to be. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. So, I mean, it's it, to your point, I mean, Auburn's the one that early on – scares me the most I would say and 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 the one thing that makes me feel more comfortable about Auburn is I don't I don't know if you saw this but they've had so much attrition uh from you know the <laughs> previous coach I don't even, I, I I'll be honest I can't even remember what his name was but man that was a uh, Auburn has had and I'm I I, I love it <laughs> but they, they have had a tough time uh in in the previous regimes um uh, with head coaches and you know, since Gus left, and Auburn is one of those teams that they so that 2021 recruiting class. I think I saw the other day they had they have one player that's still on the roster from that 2021 uh, recruiting class. So that's that's not good news for them. I mean, they're gonna their defense is gonna be weaker this year. I mean, they lost some talent last uh, from last year, uh, but you never know, man. Hugh Freeze, he's an offensive. I mean, he is. He is a very good offensive coach, and so they're gonna be. They're gonna have a, a pretty good offense. I think I saw who is it that's starting for them. It's uh some. I think it's one of the transfers that came in. I can't remember who it was, but they they really just don't have a superstar. It's not even. It's not Ashford. It's uh what's the other kid's name? I think it's uh I think it might be that Peyton Thorn kid. I think he transferred in from uh yeah, yeah it is. Uh, he transferred in from Baylor. uh. I think Michigan, Mich- State. Michigan State, yeah, Michigan State, uh, green green team, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean Auburn at Auburn, it, it that jumps out to me for sure. Kentucky playing at home makes me feel a lot better about it. I mean they're so to your point though, Kentucky is always that that team that you think we're gonna, we might have a grinded out kind of game against them. And I mean last year was so different because it was it was so cold and windy up there in that game and we stuck to the ground game and they ended up being closer but we really had it in hand it wasn't like the Missouri game where it was like man we really are on the ropes right now um but the Kentucky game you know I don't I don't think we ever trailed if I'm not mistaken um but the the Florida game I don't know what in the world they're gonna look like this year. I mean, that really they could they could win three games this year, and I would not be surprised. Um, and they could win eight or nine games, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but yeah, the, the the bottom line is the the back end of the schedule is what's the scariest. I mean, of course, you got the trip to Jacksonville, and then we play Ole Miss at home. Ole Miss is gonna be a good football team this year, at least offensively. I don't know what their defense is gonna look like, but they got like. 20 quarterbacks on their roster <laughs> they had they had uh dart uh, and i think dart's gonna be their guy but they had dart transfer in and then they had that kid come in from uh where did he come from oregon state or something like that they they had some kids come in uh from from all over the place to to transfer in no sorry oklahoma state oklahoma state quarterback and uh then of course you know playing in knoxville that's the that is the game 
of the year for us. And what is Tennessee? So looking at their schedule real quick, I, I, I said, I think on the previous podcast, I said they'll have two losses coming into that game. And they play they do play at Alabama. They play versus uh, Texas A&M before us. Those, those very well could be. South. They play South Carolina at home. I mean, I know South South Carolina beat them last year. I mean, that that was a crazy game, uh, but that's that is the biggest game. That's what everybody's circling. I mean, that's what all the guys on SEC now and College Football Live, if they're looking at our schedule, that's what everybody's talking about. Is Tennessee going to be? I mean, I still don't think. I mean, Josh Heupel has them heading in the right direction. There's no doubt about it, and they're getting some of these big recruits. I mean, we lost a recruit to them. Uh, I think one of the receivers uh, that we lost out to them. Tennessee is 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 surging to a certain extent. Do I think they are recovered from the low points that they've been in in the last you know six or seven years? I don't know, man. I mean, you you look at you look at the same thing. Same thing as Auburn. I mean, it's they've had a lot of attrition. They've brought in a lot of good talent. But I mean, you don't think when you think of Tennessee, it's the same thing as what I said earlier with Ole Miss. I mean, and, and, and Auburn. It's like. Are these guys actually recruiting really solid? I mean, elite defensive talent. And I, my my answer is I, I I don't believe they are. And they've had some in the past, but man, it's it's just a different league this year. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, you and I growing up with the the Tennessees of old. I mean, those defenses used to beat the piss out of us. <laughs> and, uh, and and so I, you know, that's what scares me the most is the offensive side of the ball. And but the thing is. Kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, man. This defense that we have is should be as good, if not better, than every other team in the country. Well, and that's the thing. On paper, we we line up great against everybody. I mean, it's it's no doubt about it. So I I, I think for us, I think the big thing. Well, there's a lot of big things here, but the one of the big things is we don't know. We don't know. There's so many unknowns with these teams. We just we just don't really know what this is going to look. And this is going this is going to take shape over the course of the the season. We're going to find out pretty pretty early on how some of these these teams look. But um, we're going to find out a lot about ourselves come that back half. We're going we're going to really see what we're what we're made of. But all that being said, this is our time. If we were going to do it, everything's lining up for this to for yep. this to happen. And so it's about how bad we want it, and are we going to prepare to 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 do what it takes to make it happen. So, do you think it's all going to come down to that game at Bobby Dodd? <laughs> God, I'm not. I don't want to say anything. But holy crap, man! We hadn't even. When was the last time we talked about them, and it it meant anything? Um, Chancey, I, I truly, and and I mean this, I have no clue who the head coach of Georgia Tech is. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm gonna have to click on here and, and he was and the see he was he was a he was a he was either like the offensive or defensive coordinator under what's that guy? I don't even remember who the last guy was. I remember we were playing him. I didn't even know what his name was. I, I, I all I remember about him is I, I I made a statement that we will never lose to him, and I and I, and, and we didn't. So, uh, which I think he was he was only there for two years, right? Yeah, uh, he, he he barely. I don't even know if he made it two. He didn't make it two whole years. I did, I, I didn't think that they had that higher standards over there. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh all gonna come down to Bobby Dodd. Uh, you know, the I think our win total. Over under for the year uh, by Vegas' standards is is eleven and a half. So they're at least 
either expecting us to maybe lose one game or to win them all. And, um, you know, I, we're, you and I are not the ones that are going to sit here and say we're going to go 12 and 0. We're, we, we are definitely not those people, but, um, man, it's, this is a solid team that we got. And, you know, looking at the schedule, it looks pretty, pretty favorable. Is, is, that's the bottom line. Well, and that's the thing, too, is with it being favorable, we can't screw up. And so our, because even if we've got, how this all shakes out, I mean, I think the the thing that's benefiting us is we're hoping that we got to get the SEC, we got to win the SEC championship. Either way, you, you really shake a stick at it to, to to make it to the playoff. I mean, there's potential for for a the being the the team out that, that goes in, but that's that's the route you got to go. You got to get you got to get go get the SEC and, and 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 go into the to the playoff that way. So we just can't. And, and what Vegas is telling us, we, we don't have we, we don't get a we don't get a mulligan. We got to we got to go the distance on this to um, with our schedule being the way it is. So. Uh, that's what gives me reserves, and, and, and but I think everything's just lining up for it. And that's also what gives me reserves is that it's all lining up to where we have the, the capacity and the, the talent to do what's what's in front of us. It's just there's a lot of football between us and the end of the season. So yeah. we're going to talk all about it the whole way. That's right. That's right. Well, um, enough about the schedule. We'll, we'll, we'll just jump a little bit into uh, – a little bit of a position breakdown. I think we kind of covered the, the quarterback uh, position a little bit uh, pretty pretty well. Um, and, I mean, we'll run through this fairly quickly. I mean, there's no reason to we, – we, we really have talked a lot about, it, I mean, several positions here. But I will say that the only thing I'll say about the quarterback position right now is I, – I, I don't want to say it's going to be telling, but it, it should be interesting to see – how much we see old Vandergriff uh, come in and 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 play those first two the first two games of the season, you know, if we're up big on UC Martin at halftime, is he going to play the second half kind of thing? Which you know we saw last year with Stetson. I mean, gosh, we were up so uh, so high on uh, so many teams, you know, coming into the second half of the season. I mean, he hardly even played a fourth fourth quarter. Uh, so, uh, or excuse me, for, uh, second half of, of every game, really. Um, but I do think you know number twelve, seeing seeing if he's progressed. Um, I I really kind of was thinking he might push Carson a little bit more, and maybe he has. I don't know, but you know Kirby Kirby said Carson's going to start, but he did not say, hey, this is the end all be all by any means. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I'm 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 happy if Carson comes in, he plays well. I'm happy to hitch my wagon to him. You know, I don't want to. There's no reason to sit here and have a QB battle in the middle of the season, and and Kirby doesn't want that either. Um, but anyway, I, I, do you have any other thoughts on the QB position? No, I, I think I feel pretty confident that, that Carson's got it, and maybe and Brock will get he'll get plenty of playing time, and 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 we'll I'm sure we'll get to see Gunner in there as well to, to kind of let these guys get out and, and play some. But I, I have no I have no reservations on he's the number one and. There's not not going to be it's something drastic have to happen for that to for that to change. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, as far as running backs concerned, I think Dajan's going to start the first game. Kendall's still uh, nursing a hamstring. I, I I don't know if that's been kind of holding him back. All I mean, still to this day. Uh, but you know, Kendall is going to be the. I I, I do think that Kendall will probably be, end up being the premier back if he stays healthy. Uh, he's he's kind of more the the every down kind of back. Uh, it's just. The, the biggest question is what we talked about earlier, you know, who's going to be the pass-catching uh, guy. So, 
Uh, I do think we have a lot of really good talent um, on the back end of that uh, that that room. Uh, Brant Branson is he saw I don't know if you saw this, but there was a list. Somebody makes a list every year. I think it's uh, gosh that guy that does the uh, Phil Steele maybe. Um, he does a list of like freaks <laughs> in, in the in the NCAA and uh, so he had two from Georgia. One of them was Bowers and one of them was, was Branson and. And I, I agree, like, Branson, just, like, you watch him run. He's like, man, get you better get out of my way or I'm going to run through you. Uh, kind of like a, a la Nick Chubb, right? But, um, yeah, that running back room, those younger guys are promising. I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do. Uh, as far as the offensive line is concerned, Chansey, who's – what 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 end of the uh, of the offensive line do you think? I mean, because it can't be center. I mean, Van Pran is as, as solid as it gets. I mean, if he doesn't win the center award, I can't remember what that that award is called. If he doesn't win the center award this year, then I I mean I'm gonna riot. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what 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 end of the line are you most concerned about? I mean, it's it's one of those things that these guys are kind of stepping into to some of these positions, and and so I don't I don't really know if there's one guy that that concerns me. I, I think we'll have to. I mean, I think I have kind of a general concern to see what this what this makeup is going to look like. Um, but you're I'm looking at all these names, and I, I, there's there's excitement in, in all of them, but I, I'm not real sure who that one guy is going to be. Um, because it's just going to be about do we have the right chemistry? Do we have the right do we have the guys in the right spot? And I think we'll be able to find that pretty. We'll have some opportunities with these games to make sure we've got we've got the right guys in the right spot. Um, so I'm not real sure who who my one guy is, but um, overall I feel positive about the line. I, I think it's going to be a good thing. I think Searles is going to have these guys in the right right place, but I'm, I'm not sure if I've got one that's sticking out to me. Yeah, you know I I feel. I mean, the thing is, we we lost a couple of guys uh, to the, I mean to the draft. I mean, Broderick was a, a first rounder. Um, you know, he's going to be the biggest hole to fill. Uh, but I feel like Ernest Ernest Green and Austin Blask are two guys that have been fighting for that left tackle spot. Um, and I think Ernest, you know, it sounds like sounds like Ernest is going to win it out. But I mean, Blask is a guy. I mean, all these guys cross train in every position. I mean, Mims over there in the right tackle is a freaking tower. And I'm so glad, you know. You think back, uh, what was it? it? It was a couple. It was it was his fre- after his freshman year. He uh, kind of had that little flirting with Florida State. You know, he went mm-hmm. down there and put his name in the transfer portal, and then he had some. He had that comment like, "Man, it's just not like Georgia. Like I'm back. I'm I'm in red and black, and I'm gonna stay here. And you know, lo and behold, he's gonna be a starting right tackle this year. Um, but these guys are all very capable. Trust is probably the one that I am least confident in but he's gotten better and better i mean he's gonna be he's an upperclassman this year he's gotten better and better every year so i mean there's really no to me there's no real concern and it may be (laughs) we may be sitting here at the end of the year and saying this offensive line is better than than last year's and uh it's just you know it's it's kind of like what you're talking about with like which team is going to be actually just sneaky good you know it's like which 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 offensive lineman is going to be sneaky good, and which which offensive lineman is going to be not as good as we thought he was going to be? So, um, across the board, though, I, I, I'm excited about everybody. Chancy, tight end, Brock Bowers. <laughs> who 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 are you talking about again? Uh, yes, uh, I basically just wherever you want to put him, 
just put him out there. Just let all these guys play because Delp looks incredible. He, he, the guy, like you said, put on put on the weight, and uh, this this tight end room is just it's just is is dumb. Like it doesn't make it doesn't make a lot of sense. And then um, so uh, your boy's ready. You're, yeah, I mean Bowers is is an AP preseason All American for a reason. He was a uh, you know the Mackey Award winner last year. Uh, had a better season his freshman year than he did sophomore year and won the Mackey Award last year. So Bowers is a freak, and then you get Delt behind him, who is you know just as capable, if not you know just right up there with Bowers as far as his his athletic ability. And then you get some of these young guys that just blow me away. So they're going to – I mean, all these guys are going to play. That's the crazy thing. We could line up four tight ends. You know, twins twins tight ends <laughs> and uh, four wide. And just – I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we do that, I'll be honest. Um, give, tell, tell me a little bit. What's your thoughts on the receivers, though, overall? I mentioned it a little bit earlier. I'm very excited about our receivers. Uh, this – I think – just the it's kind of like the the tide has risen on, on on like our average has risen average playmaking by every receiver on the field uh i'm a huge jack saint rosemary jack saint guy i mean yeah. i he he is top notch super professional when you hear him, him talking and the way that he plays and, and being that longer guy for us and made some just dumb catches last year and i think he's going to step into that spot and, and be a pretty be a be a be a uh, do some serious damage out there, make some big plays, uh, and obviously you've got and we talked about Arian. He he's he's fast. The guy's gonna make some big plays as long as he can stay healthy. But but you're obviously looking at Lad. Lad's your Lad's your top guy. Lad's the number yep. one receiver, and the guy makes plays. And just in the little bit we've seen, already has some good chemistry with Carson, and is gonna make that happen. So. From a receiving perspective, I feel great about our room. We've got the we've got the um, transfers coming in, um, hearing hearing that love it. It's kind of just fitting right in, and it's and it's all he's, he of the two big name of the two receivers that came in between him and Rara. Not hearing as much about Rara. It sounds like that's kind of we're still figuring that out uh, from from what it sounds like. But Dominic has stepped in and uh, has kind of kind of fit right in the mold, and so he was uh, huge for Missouri. And so I, I feel like he'll be able to make some make some plays for us as well, and um, so overall, and then obviously got Dylan Bell too. He made he made plays last year. Everybody was everybody was making plays last year. So yeah, uh, so that's it's kind of hard to point one guy out. We had so many options. Yeah, it's funny to to look at these this list of names, and it's like man, these these guys that are like supposedly second string, you know, at some of these positions have a lot of experience. I mean, Dylan Bell. You know, he caught some some big touchdowns and big games, and 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 obviously Arian has the the memorable touchdowns against, uh, you know, Ohio State, and then I mean, I, the, he had he had some really long catches against uh, Tennessee as well. I, I I'm looking at this receiving core, and I agree with you, like top to bottom, maybe our most solid group that we've had under at least under Kirby, and and to be honest with you, I mean, the most athletic group that I can remember overall. Uh, in the last, at least in the last 10, 10 years. So lad, lads, lads, my guy, love lad, but also I'm, I completely agree with you. I think Rosamie's, he's, I, I love the way he plays. He's, he's got that. He moved from the, uh, what was he? 84 or 87. Now he's number one. Just makes way more sense. You know, he's got that, uh, he's got that, uh, mojo about him. 
Um, so I, I, I'm excited about the receiving core, uh, top to bottom. Chancey's uh, switching gears to the to the defense. We kind of covered the interior defensive line a little bit, and you know I'm I'm excited about all those guys because they're they're upperclassmen, they're experienced, they're they're Kirby guys. That that Michael Williams kid is he. I was actually surprised to not see him get a, get some All American love. Is he is he talented enough to be an All American in your opinion? I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong uh, this season that we're making those that we're making those lists. Um, we've been we've been needing, especially when Nolan went out uh, in the uh, in last year and, and was injured. We were missing that in, that pressure and that guy that could really get after the quarterback. And yep. uh, he's gonna he's gonna fill that role well, and so um, yes, to answer your question, he's <laughs> uh, he, he's going to he's gonna prove some people wrong, and uh, and, and people will have to correct their list by the end of the season. The uh, to me, the opposite side is more intriguing, if you will. I mean, obviously, Mike Hill is gonna be the starter on the on that one side, uh, which I I don't I, I don't know if it's the strong side or what side, but whatever side he's on, he's gonna be that guy, and. Um, but you know, so you got a couple of younger guys, Marvin Jones and Darius Smith, kind of competing for that opposite side. Darius Smith is one of those dudes that not a lot of people heard a lot about, but people talked about him uh, really a lot before the season started. Just having a really good camp last year, and and I think he's got that athleticism. He just was extremely raw. But uh, Marvin Jones is the more of the you know, well-known, you know, elite edge rusher on that side. But Darius Smith, don't don't be surprised if he starts that first game. Uh, he's he's got that athletic ability. In fact, uh, if you go back and watch that Ohio State game, whenever the uh, old boy just decided that he was going to shank the, uh, the the field goal at the end there, um, if he had not shanked it and if he had hit it true, I can tell you right now, Darius Smith number nineteen would have blocked that crap. Hey, go back and watch it. That guy got so high off the ground. I, I'm telling you, I think he would have blocked it if it had gone straight. Um, but, you know, that's one of those things that we just got this luxury of, okay, we're we're missing a guy on that opposite side from Mike Hill. Uh, you know, and these are these are outside linebackers. These aren't these aren't defensive ends, but still, you know, you're talking about Darius Smith and Marvin Jones, two just very talented guys that could easily fill in that spot. Uh, and then, you know, you got some younger guys behind them. Um, Chancey, sounds like old Chaz Chambliss is going to be starting over there uh, at some point, you know, in that Sam spot. Chaz has kind of paid his dues. You know, I really don't have a whole lot to say about him as, other than, you know, he, he made some solid plays. But Chaz is uh, that Sam linebacker. I don't think it's almost like the star, star position. I don't think he's going to be on the field you know, 100% of the time by any means. But, I mean, he's going to be a valuable player in this defense, no doubt. He was, he was Tell trending, me a little. He was, tr- he was trending up, and I think that's that was a positive thing to see. So, I feel I'm, – yeah. I'm excited about him. What's your what's your take on Dumas? I think the guy's going to be – I mean, he's he's trying to cement himself as that vocal leader on the defense. And uh, and, and I, th- I thought he played well last year. I mean, he wasn't – he wasn't N'Kobe Dean or anything like that, obviously, in that spot. But he – in terms of that leadership role and, and being and especially being that fast, um, 
but I, I think I think Dumas is going to do a good job. I, I think he's going to I, I think he's going to be at least on par with what he did this past year. I think now having a little more experience and being being on the field a little more often, I think is going to be a positive thing for him. So I'm expecting good things. I don't think he's going to break any records or anything, but I think he'll be able to be that that quarterback of the defense that we need. I think you know he's he's one of those guys that. I think I said this last year. He doesn't have the side to side, like you know, coast to coast ability that Roquan or, or and Nakobe both had. But he is—he's kind of a little bit more of an old school inside linebacker. He's kind of bigger fella, and he can fill a hole just as well as both of those guys could, and and probably better than Nakobe could. And and so I'm I'm thinking Dumas is going to be—he's going to—I agree—he's going to step in that leadership role even more so than he did last year. But he's going to be the leader of the defense in that spot. He's—he's I, I, he's on this list for you know APL American for a reason. Uh, so I'm I'm excited about him being able to to have that more vocal role, like you said. Um, you know, it's kind of moving on to the well, you know, a, a guy I wanted to talk about a little bit. And I'm kind of surprised to see him in the second spot on this depth chart, but Jalen Walker is a guy who I think is going to come on and have a really good season this year. Um, he, you know, last year they kind of moved him out to to play a little bit more on the edge. Uh, I think we'll see him a little bit more on the inside, but man, the guy is so versatile. I mean, you could probably put him at the star position and he could play pretty well. He's got that. He's he's more in that same mold of some of the, the, the Rokons and the Kobe's, but he's not quite, you know, the, the run suffer, you know, that, that Dumas is by any means. Um, but man, Jalen Walker's one of those guys. I'm just, he just want to put him on my list of guys that I'm high on is all, is all I want to say. Um, I'm, I'm missing, I'm looking at this list. I'm, I'm missing smile. I don't see him on here. I don't know why, but obviously smile Munden is going to be, one of the biggest players on this defense. I don't know why he's not on this this death chart that we have here. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if you see him on there or not, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Mund- Munden's going to be right there beside Dumas. I mean, he's going to be th- those two guys are going to lead this defense, no doubt. And I wouldn't be surprised if if Munden actually has the, the tackle record for the year. Uh, Chancy, tell me a little bit about the defensive backs. Well, I, I think we. Who are you got, most excited about besides besides old Bullard? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've we've covered we've covered him, but uh, I, I think for me, I, I know out of all these guys, um, I mean Malachi's going to do Malachi's going to do great things. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about him. Uh, I think the upside on him is uh, we've talked about it. I mean, he's on that he's on that list for a reason. So I, I'm excited about what he's going to what he's going to be able to do but um so if i'm if i'm going to get excited on a guy malachi is obviously obviously one of them but i think overall our experience in the in the backfield has just has just kicked it up a notch i mean you're looking at i mean looking at kamari looking at looking at all these guys i'm i'm just pumped about the experience that we've got coming in and i feel i feel i feel real good about where where we're at from an experience level and just pure talent these guys are just these guys these guys are fast and they're real good so and and that's the funny thing is i mean kirby i mean we have recruited what like a handful of defensive backs that are actually shorter than six foot since he's been here i mean barely any 
And all these guys have the size. All these guys have the speed. And that's why you saw where, you know, Bullard, Bullard, I think is listed at 5'11". You know, he's a guy who's, you know, normally you want to see a safety that's maybe a little bit taller than that and, you know, got a little bit more range. But he's got such that playmaking ability uh, that, you know, he's going to step into that role. And I feel like he's not going to skip a beat by any means. But, you know, I think a lot of this depends on how good is this star position going to be. Uh, just like with, you know, are we going to miss Bullard being in that star position in a way? And it sounds like Taiki is, is going to be the guy there. And, you know, I'm excited to see him step in. He's he's paid his dues, man. He's I mean, I'm hoping he's healthy this year. Sounds like he is. But Taiki Smith is a guy that I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, put – Play, play not just his role this year, but I mean, I want him to have that playmaking ability like Bullard had last year, and he he showed some flashes, but um, we're gonna have to see see a little bit more from him. But the guy that I'm most excited to see this year, you know, besides Bullard, is in the defensive backfield is Kamari Man. Uh, Kamari's set and ready to have that season that we saw, you know, from DeAndre Baker or you know Eric Stokes in the past few years. You know, those kind of guys. That, I mean, that's that's the level that he's playing at right now, and if he can keep it up from last year, um, man, that guy, the, the the ceiling is so high for him. And and I mean, you're talking about uh, Dumas's like leadership ability. I don't know if you remember this, but against Missouri when we were, you know, struggling, and Kamari missed a uh, assignment on a play, and Dumas just just lighting into him on the sideline. Kamari's just sitting there, he's taking it. I mean, and and that's. The kind of coachability. I mean, you have it from the from the coaching's perspective. Obviously, I mean, you got Muschamp and Kirby, two defensive back kind of guys, right? And but then you know you got a guy who's willing to listen to his peer. You know, a guy that's playing right beside him and listen to him and take from him. That's that's the leadership that we need on this defense. And I think you know it's just as much a testament to to Dumas as it is, or excuse me, to Kamari as it is Dumas in that situation. So I'm excited. To, uh, yeah, number 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 threes. I'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. Overall, just the talent there and the experience and all those guys has has just gone to a new level. And I think uh, being able to see some of these movements with with changing like uh, Javon and it just speaks to that that level of talent that these guys have and, and the ability to be able to to move around and, and do what they need to do. So I'm. Uh, because I know last year that was our big concern was where is the defensive backfield going to be? Were we going to get eaten alive? And uh, that obviously didn't happen uh, until well, last year. Day. We had so many un- unproven guys, and then yeah. all of a sudden we were like, "Man, we got some superstars!" You know, yeah. back there, they came out of nowhere. And I mean, that's kind of where it, you know you you really start to have a lot of confidence in in the the recruiting level that we're at. And to where guys, we could lose all these guys to the draft every freaking year, and then all of a sudden it's like, well. We got more guys, <laughs> so uh, I, I will say just speaking on the special teams, if old uh, Thorson punts every time like he did against that uh, in that Tennessee game, then uh, we'll be just fine. <laughs> I feel feel really good about that. So uh, that holy cow, uh, best punt possibly ever. So um, uh, going to be interesting, man. See how we how we do with the in the, in the kicking game. Um, it's going to be. An, going to be interesting to see you, you never know how that's going to shake out that's just a that's just a week by week thing so. yeah that's the funny thing is you know last year or was it two years ago when we were just uh concerned because you know pod was unproven and pod ended up being just as i mean he didn't have as many long kicks as rodrigo did 
but I mean, he was pretty darn clutch, you know, throughout the season. And, uh, you know, he's not going to be here anymore. And we got some fresh kickers in there. And that Zirkle kid, I, I, I could not tell you the single thing about him, you know. So uh, we got to see him prove himself early on in those first two games. Uh, in fact, I I hope we have a, a drive where we stall out and he, he takes a 55-yarder and puts it through the uprights. So that's what I want to see. So, um, yeah, man, I – I really don't know what else to say about the kicking game other than, you know, let's, uh, let's I hope the punting stays at the level it can be and the kicking at least give me, give me at least that same level the pod was at. Uh, that's, that's all we, I mean, hopefully our offense is, is humming on all cylinders and we don't even have to use them. <laughs> but, no, that's, that's, that's where my heart is. I'm like, let's just, let's just get to where we don't even have to find out how good he is. We just, <laughs> we just score yep. touchdowns all the time. That's right. But we know that we know that's not going to happen, but that's that's what we want. So, uh, but we'll find out relatively quick how good this kid is. So. Yes, sir. Well, Chancey, we're you know coming on. I mean, golly, we've been talking for a little while now. Uh, we're coming up on what? What are we? Ten days out from the first game now. Um, are you going to go? Are you going to be there? I will not be at the first game. Uh, I will. I won't be there. Ball State weekend. So. Got the family vacay that uh, all of the the wife's side of the family are all getting together. And uh, this was booked like a year ago, so I'm not going to say what I feel. <laughs> hey, as, as, as long as you're in front of the television. Man, I, I feel like we're bad Bulldog fans. Uh, I, I'm also not going to be there. We're getting the whole family together at the lake for the weekend. But the thing is, it's like, man, you if we were playing, um, I don't know, if we were playing... Texas that first game you bet your butt I'll be in that stadium you know I mean we we could be playing any any other SEC team and I probably will be there but the thing is it's like a six o'clock game against UT Martin and then you have all this other you know football to watch the rest of the day that this is one of those opportunities to to just kind of kick back on a Labor Day enjoy the whole weekend of college football I know I will I'll be watching it from Thursday to Monday and my wife is probably gonna hate me. Um, but that's, that's kind of the way I look at it is, I mean, you know, give me a better opponent. I, I will definitely be there. That stadium is going to be slack full. I mean, it, yeah. it, it absolutely will be. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see how the boys come out and be excited because you know what? It's our first night game in 20 years now. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, uh, Lord willing, that's going to maybe change. We'll hopefully we'll get another good one in there this year. We, we've got some opportunities for it. There's some games that are kind of smattered around in there to maybe get to get one but uh we'll we'll be we'll we'll see what happens well i'm gonna plan on being at ball state at least for a half and just kind of depends on uh how long i can swing it before i have to be back on uh dad duty kind of thing but uh you know obviously that south carolina game everybody will be there that's gonna be our first probably first of maybe two or three you know blowout tailgates that we have for the year uh but man it's uh I can't believe it's here. It's been so crazy because I know I know you know this, but I've been been in the situation where I'm like so focused on we're moving to a new house and all this, and I really haven't even sat back and been able to until now, been able to really kind of soak it in that man, this college football season is is upon us, and uh, it's time to roll, baby. The the the, the uh, chase after the uh, the three peat is is on. Mm. Mm. What. Words that I just never could have fathomed coming out of 
either of our mouths. <laughs> if you were, ne- if negative. you were, if you were saying that, if I thought you were saying that three years ago, I would have uh, been asking what medications were you taking, and uh, why were you taking them in amounts that would kill you? Because that is, <laughs> that's where my mind would be. Uh, but you're exactly right. That's where we're at, and it's a dream that I don't want to wake up from. So uh, let's let's see. So we don't have to. <laughs> That's the way I'll put it. Well, Chancy Pants, I, uh, man, I'm ready to roll. Let's let's do this thing, and we'll be, you know, we'll, I I don't know if we'll have an episode before the Ball State game. Maybe we will just kind of, you know, recollect on the uh, UT Martin game. I'll be, I mean, I hey, I I don't care what game is on at that same time. I mean, I will be watching the the Georgia Bulldogs play, and uh, you know, in fact, they're having game day. I know we talked about this, but. Game days at North Carolina, South Carolina. That's how poor the uh, opening weekend of, of college football is. So, um, looking forward to just getting the getting this thing rolling, and uh, you know we'll we'll have some better matchups down the road. But man, I'm 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 as excited as as I can be right now. But we're uh, we got a long road ahead of us. That we do, my friend. Well, uh, let's uh, let's 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 get it wrapped up and let's uh. Let's let's buckle down. We got some we got some football to watch. Sounds good, my friend. Go dogs. Dogs on top. <laughs>